Rana Dagubati, uh, wonderful to see you. How are you doing? Very well, sir. Thank you. Rana, interesting concept. It's cool. It's wacky. I've seen pockets of it, which we will discuss. But I'm just curious to know right at the top, why do you call it South Bay? Are you going to keep it relevant only to South of the Vindhyas to start with? No, not really. See, the idea was where that started was from always pop culture was curated out of Bombay, right? In yeah. some ways. So I said, uh, everything that's not mainstream goes in South Bay. So that's really where the name comes from. And the real emphasis on why we started all of this is there was always a subculture piece in India and a mainstream piece that were two acting as two different independent pieces, right? But uh, in the West, it's not like that. All of that has culminated. It's become big. It's uh, an industry that's so large by itself. So that's really why we said, I said, okay, now a bunch of us have ideas of content to make. It's really not mainstream, but we're mainstream people. So let's go. Cool. Listen, I love some of the videos you put out. There's a dog called Dingo and a cat called Billa. Yes. Animated characters. I believe Billa is going to be voiced by actor Vijay Verma of Gully Boy and Mirzapur 2 fame. Yes, you know Vijay correct. from his Hyderabad days? How did that happened it's funny actually him and i went to the same acting school huh? wow <laughs> yeah and uh, what was that in hyderabad in hyderabad no, or in, no, no. in bombay actually with barry barry john barry when john. he when he first kind of came in so i knew him from then a little bit and randomly we met here and then bombay it's funny that my the animator friend i met sid who's created why with me he is also friends with vijay so i was like here you go that's let's just connect and it was mad see you need some mad people to connect with you yeah and just believe that this is going to be fun and we just don't know where it's heading. But you know, my my friends Nagesh and Ilaye from uh, Hyderabad always tell me that two Hyderabadis can meet anywhere on the planet and they will hit it off. <laughs> there you go. See? Yeah. So it's funny, I met Vijay for the first time in Hyderabad this time wow. during lockdown. I never met him in Hyderabad before. So Dingo's voice is whose voice? Is Sid. Is Sid. Sid himself. Yes. Okay, cool. There's also reference to two Ranas as in Do Ranas. Are there going to be two of you? I mean, I see yes, that's visuals the, of two of you. What's, yeah, what's the concept? That's the character in the show. It's, he's called Do Rana. And uh, I guess that's who I am, right? I, the one guy speaks Hindi and English and the other guy speaks Telugu and Tamil. <laughs> <laughs> so, and they have an arc within themselves, which is pretty much what I go through while I keep curating this country in some ways for movies and content. Nice. So the show with you is called Why? are you yes. I find that pretty cool subliminal at a lot of levels explain why it's called that well I think first I started building it out during the pandemic and I think that was the first question all of us started answering like why are we like you know if you you don't have a job no one's calling you to work no one's I mean everything's just stopped and you don't even know how long it stopped right and and I realize that's that's a probability now in the world right if if a decade from now someone tells you listen there's a lockdown and we'll all be ready for a lockdown we know what it is we know the drill in that form right and and I think that's really the question now. It could be funny. It's whoever you are, you'll answer that in that format. So the first one was Ramu, obviously. I said, you couldn't have a better first guest than him on this show. So... But everybody else that I had on the show, whether it's Karan, whether it's Bhuvan, whether it's Kangana, everyone has different perspectives in life. There's, uh, I have politicians on the show, I have children on the show that I've interviewed. So it, it goes to all walks of life in very strange forms, right? And, and yeah, I think everybody has a point of view on why we are. From a technical perspective, you don't really need to shoot them on video, right? I mean, because you're yeah. going to be animating them in any case. So do you do like a pure audio call? How does it work? No, I actually do a video call because then I know your face. 
so I, I just get to animate the way the face looks and, and then I get a reaction I get I get to do things with the reaction so interesting Lakshmi Manchu is doing a talk show I saw bits yes. of the first episode that dropped mm-hmm. with Sindhil Ramamurthy and uh, Tapsi Pannu yes. she's a fab talk show host there's no doubt about that if I'm not mistaken the first public re- revelation your public revelation of you being blind in one eye was made in a TV show that Lakshmi was hosting yes, uh, so getting Lakshmi on to South Bay and also the guests will they be her buddies people she's comfortable with or is the production team putting that together I'd like you to talk about the show and the, and the planning and the concept see one is uh, see idea was I was looking for a show that was centered around India but had global relevance which in two ways got the audience and exposure to the world that probably I've seen because of the fortunate career that I've had and I think Lakshmi falls in that kind of a category where she's from Hyderabad her father is a mainstream movie actor he's done over like 500 or like 5000 films or something like that and Mr. Mohan Babu and she's lived in Los Angeles worked in television there so understands culture of Hollywood in terms of how their best practices how they've done it right so I thought she and she put together this this show that she wanted to do now we just don't know an international platform in terms of who want to curate this but it's it's great for audiences just to connect with people of similar mindsets so we have fashion designers that are from India and from New Zealand there's makeup artists there's people of diverse art fields that we're trying to bring on together and that's that's really the idea behind so that's interesting because you know Tapsi and her obviously are great mates so yes. that came across so I was just wondering wanted to know if that is going to be the future trend so that necessarily might not necessarily be the case you no, might put no. her in front of she, somebody who she doesn't she, know anything about no yeah. at all yes, yes. That, that'll be the direction and the idea I, I, is to yeah. is to curate culture in a in the best possible manner I like some of the acoustic performances I saw on a show called Sublime Collective very indie very non-film explain the motive behind doing that so I just to go back to high school days so I used to manage a heavy metal band when I was in school amongst all the things you've done <laughs> so in some form I used to so that was my first exposure to music and uh, that was the music I grew up listening to like Metallica and Black Sabbath and, and Black that Sabbath kind of stuff. and Osborne yeah that that vibe <laughs> so but what happened was as I became an actor the sense of music became very different so I wasn't the dancing hero so I didn't have songs which were mainstream but I didn't know where to find the musicians either right? yeah. uh, there was a little bit growing up when MTV was all English in that form all English but cultural mix really in that sense where you saw a lot of indie bands uh, out of Bangalore out of Chennai out of Bombay all of this but I think today all of that doesn't have a real home anymore right and I think just being able to put talent like this and put their music forward it doesn't really matter if where their audience are the internet connects everybody to anywhere you're repackaging the news to make it cooler and relevant for the younger generation is it only going to be gaming news Rana or are you looking to branch out into other areas of news and reportage because you know that news needs a real look see in this country man you know so again right see now news is such a part of our culture but if you're young and figuring out what you want to do in life there's nothing really that the news offers you you don't know where to get a job or you don't know what to look for in a job what you're how you have to pursue your career so i said let's start uh, so i started working with a team called under 25 and this is the first episode they put out the idea is to really curate everything that's uh, to begin with everything that's happening in the digital world in terms of what's uh, what's happening in gaming esports what's happening on youtube what are influencers doing how do you actually make money on instagram and what's what are the digital opportunities of today right i think so to me addressing opportunities was bigger than addressing news uh, at this point so the idea is wherever we see that there is an opportunity for young people to grow and grow in that direction and i think 2020 needs a lot of that because you will see probably the largest surge of unemployment india will ever see in these coming post pandemic recoveries so i think just being able to curate 
curate this and bringing it out to young people was the thought behind the 125 news so you are going to be branching out into into finance yes. for example into, hardcore yes. political reportage for example yes but in a sense which is relevant to young people sure right uh, see like today there was a, a first round of inquiry that we did actually which i wanted to share an insight on now there's so much political news happen ha- is happening right but probably 60 to 70% of people who we've interviewed over 20, under 25 years old didn't know how a bill is passed in an assembly or so it's you don't know the structure you don't know the report you, there's also a need for political not news really but learning saying here you go this is what this means right i think that's what we want to address in the political scenario just explain things the way it needs to be understood first so you're saying like something like the bihar election where everybody is you know conventional news guys are looking at it from just a pure vote count kind of thing political party versus political party you would actually go into the explaining of maybe ballot boxes and things like that exactly so what is an election what's a ballot exactly that's going to that understanding give a little bit of history of how it got till here and that's what we want to get on the why are you sure you have we have someone who's hilarious and relevant in popular culture like ramu is something you explained i mean ram gopal varma but the fact that you've got somebody who died so long ago the eccentric genius salvador dali i mean the choices seem extreme extreme but funny dali and ramu <laughs> so talk me through that see now and was that a mimicry artist or did you get some footage off from somewhere i don't know it sounds, it sounds really, com- really combination authentic. of a bunch of things <laughs> see the idea is we were trying to curate culture we were trying to curate art in some form and bring it in the funniest manner possible right and i think a part of it was bringing to life exposure see today i think i sit i'm 35 years old and i'm working with two companies that are over 50 years old right and i get to see a sense of history like nobody else and i think it's important to learn a bit of history understand where art really came from and creating snippets of these will one it's funny to start with and uh, now who else to clap for ramu badali right uh, <laughs> So in fact we see a little first promo of mine it's like me interviewing Dali yeah. another character of me, my grandfather Dorana's do tata is interviewing him in some ways <laughs> <laughs> I believe Shruti Asan is also involved. Could you tell me just how and what are you looking for her to contribute? So again, Shruti comes from a super mainstream world of being a very very popular actress and she has a great sense of music and she's a musician in every way. She's built music out of England. She studied music and that's been Yeah, and uh, she also grew up on a lot of rock and roll. I mean, completely completely was a part of bands when she was very young, right? And the idea was she comes with a deep understanding of Tamil and a deeper understanding of music and she is actually putting together probably the first tamil goth album in a sense which is bare naked and she's putting together a show called secret box which is bringing together independent musicians to life in a very subculture space and a music uh, energy that she understands wow so that's that's with her yes and when are you breaking that sometime this month next month no the idea is we're doing christmas drops so it's festive drops so christmas is, is probably when you'll first hear a bit of it fair enough and raja kumari the indian american rapper and hip hop star i really love her vibe what is south bay looking to create with her well lots first she's on why are you in forthcoming episodes you will see her in in a very interesting form and see she's somebody who's telugu who understands she is uh, it, it's very funny how we connected we connected through a common friend and after that i realized she was a she i mean got into classical dance and other things when she was very young from a telugu film called swarnakamalam and that's a film that i so we started connecting on that energy and, and i realized she comes from a diverse american 
the culture, but with such deep Indian understanding. Like she sang the Lalita Sahasranam for the first, and I, like I'm saying, so it's somebody who grew up in a culture like that br- brings music to the Western world, brings music to the Indian cultural world. So the idea was to build devotional albums, which we wanted to curate uh, with her. We're also creating a bunch of interesting IPs, which are again in the animation world and also a live action world. So that's uh, that's with Raja Kumari that we're trying to put. Together. Awesome. Coming back to life, which is Lakshmi Manchu's show. What kind of guests can we? look forward to in the future maybe from a personal perspective what's the episode that you're most looking forward to well the one i'm most looking forward to is the piece she put rajmouli together which is out in the following episodes the idea is she's really bought cultures from different places she's brought him with other filmmakers from different parts of the world so and so i think that that to me is is the most fun episode watching rajmouli with lakshmi and uh, lakshmi is pretty unabashed in the way she asks things and with anybody else rajmouli would uh, with me he'd probably not answer it. So I don't think I can bring him on why are you but it's easier to get him there. <laughs> and as far as your show is concerned you mentioned briefly a couple of the other guests but something that really we should keep our eyes and ears out for. Well there's Bhuvan Bam that's coming uh, yeah. that's coming up there is uh, Karan Johar that will be on the show there is Nargis Fakri that will be on the show there is Kangana that is on the show Kangana Ranaut there is also uh, well many more well, let me not the time to turn the, the tables on Karan yeah. uh, uh-huh. what he does with other people that should be fun. <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> Rana, in a lot of ways, this is the kind of stuff that you said we grew up with, you know, as 90s kids, early 2000 kids, the MTV Channel V kind of wacky out of the box programming that kind of united the whole country till it all became mainstream Bollywood or other forms of reality Hindi content. Now, there is obviously a lacuna. And what the internet is trying to do is trying to fill in here, you know, because even the music on mainstream media now is predominantly film music. I mean, in in Hyderabad, it's Telugu music and here it's Bollywood music. But now what also happens with new media is there's so much content out there. For the long haul, what is it that you've told your team? You must, as as head of this business, spoken to your 15, 20, 25 kids. What have you told them? Because, you know, to stand out, you've got to, for the lack of using any other term, bat like Rahul Dravid, not like Sevag or... Exactly. Yes. See, like, again, see, the, my understanding or whether the ethos of doing anything in terms of work comes from very long term understanding, right? So anything that we do today has to be relevant 10 years from now or what it impacts 10 years from now is what we really need to put together. And uh, see, this was always a want that was there as maybe not even before, not even much before as an actor. I mean, maybe as a child growing up, right? You want, you liked mainstream things. You also like, you liked Rajnikanth movies. You also liked heavy metal at the same time. Now you wanted them to marry in some format. So I think this is, uh, this is that universe, I think. And there's so many people who subscribe to this, so many people who like this. There's so many people who make this kind of content. So the idea is the first direction is to be, to curate the best possible partners to make content. See the, like you said, the internet offers everybody and anyone what would be really funny is the most that we picked was just people scrolling watching things that caught our attention things that we thought were right so i think that and going back to a format that's very easy to consume where you don't have to go looking for it it's just going to play non-stop every sunday right and then all of that's there on the channels to go back and pick from based on what you like so so the idea we're doing festive drops till about summer and after that is when we'll and the beauty of this is we can really gauge what audience feel based on when they're watching it i think for me somebody who's been in the mainstream world where 
that's been such a black hole right here you go we make this film and then it's out there and we have no idea of judging it here with the first episode of wire you i got to sit and watch it along with the people comment react engage so i think that's which will give us extreme insights into where we want to head this company and take that direction let's come to your acting career hathi mere sathi is a pongal sangranti release now in yes. you're playing bhandev in three languages bhandev, yes uh, so bhandev so from bhalal dev to bhandev <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i guess i'm still there in that whatever works bro <laughs> see yeah for me uh, like see post bhalal dev right it's literally you want to be in a world a universe that people haven't seen before you want to now if you have to come back to the big screen you got to offer something which is cool and unique right and i think this just answered all of those it was uh, it's a director called prabhu solomon who was a thumb who was probably one of my top 5 or 10 directors in tamil cinema of all time and uh, it was just strange that eros brought it to me in bombay as a hindi film i was like here you go this is really uniting the country in terms of content it's a tamil filmmaker with a hindi producer who has brought it to me as a hindi film right <laughs> and and i thought it was such a relevant film today with understanding the environment understanding the world and see it's a story it's it's obviously underlines the importance of the environment and the elephant to the ecosystem but we took a very adventurous in an action format to tell this story. so that's that was exciting and that was fun so and is he a mahoot is he somebody who works with elephants no. uh, you know he seems like a bit of an eccentric character yeah he's not a mahoot uh, he's he's actually someone who's lived in the jungle for 25 years now wow so he's he's been there from when he was 17 or 18 years old and he's lived there ever since so he's part of that jungle like the way the jungle should be and you never worked with prabhu before so this is like no. divine karmic intervention as it oh well. <laughs> completely it's actually funny i actually met him at a restaurant in chennai once and uh, i actually didn't bring that up for a very long time to see if he remembered it then somewhere halfway through the film is like sir you actually came met me at some point in chennai i said yeah, yeah, i was the same guy <laughs> so yeah but it was really karmic yeah, in terms of just connecting both of us and getting this film to happen the cast itself zoya shriya pilgaonkar pulkit samrat the elephants which are such an important part of the cast did you guys film in Kerala? Kerala, just a bit about that. So we actually filmed in seven jungles across the country, uh, across the world, really, not the country in Asia. So we started with filming in Thailand with the elephants, with the first eleven elephants that are characters in the film. And I, we were in Krabi, which was an island there, uh, island jungle. Then moved from there to Kerala, where uh, we shot with the male tuskers in Kerala. So that was the second schedule, which was in Kerala. Then moved to different jungles in Kerala because that's Uh, lovely and a lot we got to film there then moved to satara in north india wow. and sat and also in mahabaleshwar so basically it's pretty much and prabhu is very clear in terms of what he wanted which part of the jungle he wanted he's made earlier films which are kumki and maina which were also stories that were about villages and towns that were across jungles and stuff like that so he has a very very clear understanding of it so i pretty much visited everything and to get this done an interesting bunch of young actors lovely yeah. hanging with them yeah this fun was pulkit uh and vishnu vishal so we were making this literally in three languages which means we had different casts in hindi and in telugu so whether it's myself the elephants shreya and zoya were consistent but uh, pulkit and uh, vishal changed because they were such key roles and and the character when you live in a nearby village in south india by the border and in or in, in kazi and kaziranga if you differentiate between coimbatore and kaziranga right there's very different in terms of the way people are in the in the culture so we had uh, 
Raghubabu Garu and another bunch of people from Telugu and Tamil in the in this version. So one is it was really all of us just living in the jungle and creating a life of our own. I think everyone was connected to the animal like nowhere else they would have been. Yeah. See, we filmed this film over two and a half years. In that, it took two and a half years to get it done, right? So just spending so much time with the environment, I think all of us have become spiritually connected to the environment in a far greater sense than nice. before. Many congratulations! You got married a, a couple of months yes, ago. Yes, What's sir. the best part about being married, Rana? Well, it's just life is calm. It's just this one part that just calm and chill. Huh? Well, then why did you hold out for so long? Were you ever, or did you ever come very close <coughs> to it? Were you, or were you always the swan bachelor? No, because I wasn't calm and chill at that point. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I did. <laughs> Very well said. Things have to happen when they have to happen. Yeah, exactly. I know it's been a few years, but you're going to have to answer questions about Bahubali all your life. You always knew that if it's a Rajamouli film mounted on such a huge scale, it's going to be a hit down south. But were any of you prepared? Did you even have a gut feeling before the release of Bahubali one that it would become a nationwide phenomenon, a mat, or for that matter, an international phenomenon, an actor's intuition whilst filming or dubbing, perhaps? Well, what happened? Obviously, nobody like. There's no way we would. Fathomed in terms of what the scale is, in terms of where it went globally as a as an iconic, like a film iconic moment from India. Really, that's that's really what all of us felt, experienced, like and really overwhelmed, right? In terms of what it did. But see, like there was one thing during filming: your mind only can see so much. But we knew we crossed that boundary of our minds while making that, right? See, every single day when see, obviously, I didn't make. I was an actor, which as a I had a different experience completely in the way I got to look at it. To me, it was magic that was being created every single. day right anything that i did i did for the first time and i haven't seen it on screen before nobody has ever done it before and it looks so phenomenal right you're blown away when you go where your costume on set you're blown away on the throne that you sit and then you see it with the cg done it looks even more magnificent so there was always an awe of what we were doing i think uh, which is why we were just there for, for like 5 years just 3 and a half 4 years just making that film in the process for a year post that right it was like probably the greatest experience just to know it and and yeah, and, and all of it happened naturally in terms of where it came when here you go it's this big you got to make it also happen it has to land up in hindi and how do you do it then found the right platforming through karan and anil at that point so i think all of this was it just happened because the story told us it will happen it was not the other way around right see we just made a telugu tamil film assuming okay now it's very expensive to be a telugu film so two languages will just make a nice that's that's what you know right and i think that's that's where we started and but we knew we were pushing the envelope every day every single your association with hyderabad fc in the usl uh, in the isl big pardon yes. are you a football fan favorite clubs in the premier league or la liga would be and how's hyderabad doing as a team let's talk football so it's fun because it's so strange my connection with sport in general right when i was younger you're exposed to cricket football basketball everything at the same stretch in a school and after that you only get to see cricket uh, right uh, for a large part being in yeah. india and uh, and for me i never followed international sport like i should right like my father is a huge fan like he watches like he studied in america so he watches from american football to rugby that happens in england to every single english premier league like that's it like he watches all sport but i just never connected to international sport as much as long as indians didn't play it like there was something that just got cut off in that cord of mine and so there was cricket and then there was a lot of cricket and then i stopped watching cricket like it is literally like that's it like you're done <laughs> it's uh, and what really happened was 
then Kabaddi was the first thing that I started extremely liking, watching and I really enjoyed. It was to me, it was like the probably an extremely cool sport, right? And the beauty was some, everyone from 6 to 60 knew that sport. They played it in their life at some point. It was easy to follow and it was great to watch on TV or live. So I think that was where I connected back to. Then then the ISL kind of caught my interest where you start seeing, okay, now this is your team, right? Then there's a connect to Hyderabad that you have. There's a connect to a old Hyderabad that team that you had in the 90s and the 80s and stuff like that. In fact, like Hyderabad's got a old history of the Nizam clubs and, and stuff like that in, in soccer. So there's a history to this place, which is completely forgotten, right? So I think that's how I kind of got back. It is almost like a storytelling version of saying, here you go and let's get to the sport. So one is it's uh, it just started with a year, two years in the in the stadium, and then now suddenly it's no people, no nothing, right? So it's it's a bit hard in terms of how the how to connect it back, right? Because what you see in a in a soccer match on a live stadium, you'll never get to see it on television because it's also placed in such a big space. It's not a smaller sport. So uh, so yeah, I think it'll it'll be a little patchy in terms of how things are, but but just as a game in terms of interest, there's been great digital interest. You know, it's great sport content to watch, uh, especially given the OTT kind of situation. So that's been that's that's been helping a bit, and uh, and I think uh, whatever needs to be done is being done by the broadcasters and all of them to digitally see audiences are as engaged. But I think till you are able to go back with the soccer ball onto the field, it's uh, as an everyday life citizen, football still going to have a little time to to get back on. I'm just curious to know that in the wall behind you, yes. is that a charcoal painting or is that a print? No, yeah, that is a that is actually a charcoal painting of George Lucas. Wow! So did you get an artist to come down and do that for you? Ye- yeah. Yes, yes. There's a team that's Huzing, uh, who's an artist out of Hyderabad. It is so cool. It is so cool. I am fascinated by your association with Amar Chitrakatha. Was that a childhood favorite, Rana, or a business decision? I believe you built this lovely activity center. Talk us through that. So one is uh, see, I think that's Amar Chitrakatha was the only way I understood or I got into learning Indian culture and Indian stories. And then by the end of reading all the Amar Chitrakathas, you realize you know more than anybody else who who's ever read anything about Indian stories. And uh, to me, it was a large part growing up. It came to me very, very young because my mother also grew up on them, right? And uh, in fact, I have the oldest, probably a 40-year version of it because it's my mom's. Wow. And back then, my mom had that, you know, you bind books. So I have that uh, bound format of it uh, and that's the first ones I got exposed to. And they were fun reading them when I was a child. And after that, there was, uh, you kind of missed it, right? You you didn't have exposure to comic books in, in any fashion. And I got to connect on some other brand association with Mr. Kishore Biani and, and others. And, and that's where I knew Amar Chitrakatha was. And I said, here you go. And uh, and I, I just realized it needed a, a media understanding and a understanding of how today content is consumed and taken that direction. Because what Uncle Pai had done from the 80s is, is unparalleled, right? I'm saying there's so much content that's out there. Today, the app is back and I think the digital world has connected the app back to the fullest uh, in terms of the way it could. And so what we have now is all the comics are back alive in the digital uh, digital world as reading comics. They're also we're in the process of creating digital comics and animation out of the same. And we're building larger and larger uh, mythology-based IPs that's uh, and, uh, that we're mounting as feature films. So there's a great direction forward for ACK in the next five, seven years. You'll see a lot, lots of problems and now, of course, you know, because of the pandemic, things are at a, at a standstill in terms of right. physical locations. But I believe this activity center that you built, was it your studio space earlier? Y- yes, it was a, yes, yes, it was actually a visual effects facility wow. that we used to run. And then we built the activity center. The idea was we wanted to create a learning 
from Amar Chitra Katha, which, which I guess all of us as adults kind of picked up, right? I'm saying whatever you learned from ACK is probably a greater learning than any school history lesson that's ever taught you. So I think there's a, a great education exercise that we wanted to nurture and work together. So what we built is something called the Kala Gurukul, where it's uh, learning through art form. And that's a program that we that we built out. There's a, yes, there's a physical center, but uh, now with the pandemic, everything is more, more and more digital. So everything is on the app that's taking that direction now. Last couple of questions. You dubbed for Thanos. So yes. before that, were you a Marvel fan or a DC fan? How was the experience? And who's your favorite superhero, really? To me, I was always a Batman kind of fan. DC fan, yeah. I didn't say DC, I said Batman. Just so, Batman. Just so you don't Batman. care much much for Superman and Wonder so, Woman no, and others? No, <laughs> no, not really Superman like that and stuff. But yeah, yeah. Batman was always somebody I followed. And then uh, and then Iron Man started connecting us again back, right? Completely like anything else. Like as a feature film, just something that I lost a habit of when I was probably in ninth grade or 10th grade or something like that. It's the last time I read a Marvel comic when, before Iron Man happened. And then, and then I think it just changed the view of how you just see comic comic book characters come to life. And to me, just playing Thanos was just like bigger than a dream come true. And then when, they, when Marvel called it, and I was like, here you go, let's go. And, and I think I got to even more fun was to watch the film is was a more fun experience because a so disney and marvel don't show you anything they just show you your scene yeah. and and that too in like little little parts so so i knew what thanos was doing i just didn't know what else was happening so it was just so fun for me to watch the film because i know parts of it is almost like your and at that time i was big and i had a beard that's cute so i felt like i was the same guy so it was really fun it was it was probably one of the most fun experiences for me is there a skill that you picked up in lockdown all these months and people are learning softwares you're such a, a geek anything that you've picked up as a skill well more than picked up i think i brought back stuff that i liked before right see i mean i started a career uh, in 2006, in 2005 and 2006, starting to make animation films. And that never took off. And, and here I am in a different direction altogether. So I said, I guess that was an early time. There was only broadcast TV. There was only so much that animation could understand. But I think the digital world just offered me a space. I said, now I was binge watching stuff like South Park and Bojack Horseman again in lockdown. And I said, okay, now here you go. Now here, I, I'm an actor. I can make this now in India. Let's go. And, and that's what it was it's literally started like that i said let me just go back to all the things i liked and there was a reason why we couldn't do it because there was a time that wasn't right at that point yeah, yeah. so whether it was for animation whether it was gaming today is a totally different world and a universe so that's that's really what i picked back up my last question to you is name me three best mates of yours in the south film industry and three best mates of yours in in the bombay film industry <laughs> Oh, that's so strange, man. <laughs> See, or are you going to just diplomatically uh, say everybody's a friend? <laughs> well, first in in Bombay, I'd, I'd, I'd say that because I'm there so little, I and I know some of them really, really well. Yeah. And I guess all of them will be in that category. Same in Hyderabad. See, except friends like school, like say, like there's in terms of the actors, it's obviously Bunny and Charan who grew up with me through school, so they're obviously friends like that, very, very close. And and Prabhas has been a friend through Bahubali. That's uh, we've become like brothers because that's we lived together for so long and uh, we enjoy each other's company so i guess that's that's us here lovely rana wonderful conversation with you and you, uh, it's rare to find a left brain as well as right brain thinker mm -hmm. though i sometimes wonder whether you're more of an actor or an entrepreneur <laughs> and you're doing so both so beautifully <laughs> thank you sir thank you <laughs> cheers thank you thank you lots much. of love have thank a good you. one and lots of love and good health to your family cheers. thank you sir thank you thank you very much